A lot of people wonder, what happens when you get rich? Are you going to turn into someone who is a biatch, who treats people with uh, disrespect? Are you going to turn into someone you're not just because you make a lot of money? Hi, I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, and welcome to another episode of The Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm super excited that you're here. Let's dive in. We are going to be digging in today into this concept that money turns you in to someone you don't like and how that's actually not true. Okay. So does getting rich create a monster that is just waiting to come out that money adds fuel to, and it turns you into this, this incredibly rude, disrespectful, a greedy person who treats people terribly. Is that what money does? Turns out it's not. And yet so many people have this as a worry, a doubt, a fear, and it keeps them at the early stages of their business going for it, really saying, claiming the desire that they want and saying that they're gonna go for it. They, they conceptually want an income breakthrough. They think, I would love to make more money. I would love to have the freedom to buy what I'd like. I would love to make my income goal and not be so stressed about buying things and whether I can pay my bills or do the things that I want in this life. And yet they also have this concurrent fear that if they make a lot of money, that they're gonna turn into a bad person. Have you ever thought that yourself? I know that that was a fear of mine, but it became a bigger fear when I heard this. One of my mentors said, money doesn't turn you into someone you're not, but it amplifies who you already are. So let me say that again, money, doesn't turn you into someone you're not, but it amplifies who you already are. Now that actually made me pause more than the fear of turning into some buddy I wasn't. Because why? Because there were a number of things I didn't really like about myself. And I was like, if this is true, if money amplifies who you really are, and I was like playing this good front, right? But inside I was this not so nice person with traits that I didn't really like myself. Was that what was gonna be amplified? That I didn't want. So I had to take a real close look at this. I did an assessment and I would suggest for you that you do this. I would love to say that it was a sit down, write them all out and get super, super clear. However, the truth of it is it was just in the back of my mind and I kept working on it as I grew my business. I did it concurrently with growing my business. I didn't do it separately. I didn't put everything on hold saying, I need to do this work first on the things that I really didn't like. 
I went for it. Okay. And I suggest you do too. I don't want anything getting in your way and stopping you, but I would suggest, and I'm going to take you through what I noticed in myself and maybe that'll trigger some things in you, but I would suggest that you sit down pen to paper and just look and, and write out the things that you don't really uh, appreciate about yourself, not from a place of make yourself wrong or uh, beat yourself up or self-flagellation but also like take the rose colored glasses off a little bit and, and do an honest assessment here. So when I heard that money doesn't change who you are, but it amplifies who you are, that was both a relief and a big concern for me. The relief part is obvious, right? Like, oh, I'm not going to turn into some crazy woman who is a raging, you know what? But it was also like, oh, there are some traits that I don't really like. And there were concerns there. So there were a number of things that I wanted to really take a look at. And I'm going to start listing some of those things out for you to see if they help you see what you don't really like in yourself. You might have different ones, okay? So there were small things like not being able to remember people's names. I always felt like that was disrespectful and now i understand like why that happens and i'm still challenged by it it's it's a challenge for me i will not say that it's not but i make an extreme effort to really pay attention to people's names now but there were bigger things like how i treated wait staff how i treated people in the service industry how i treated others in general now, I don't want to overstate things here. I wasn't a raving beyond, right? I, but there were ways in which I was curt or just like trying to be super efficient and I didn't have time for the niceties. Or sometimes I was really a little bit short with people. And, you know, the rare occasion I would lose my cool and not proud of those times by any means, but that I had to be aware and recognize those and really own that that was how I was being. And I, I did this over time, like I said. I wasn't out and out terrible, but I was sometimes condescending and not as respectful as I wanted to be. In addition, let's go a little deeper here. I was insecure. Now on the outside, I looked like I had everything together, right? I presented confidently. I could walk into a room and, and feel comfortable with others and and that felt really good but i had no sense of where security came from and on the inside i was incredibly insecure and now i know where security comes from which is huge that was such an amazing thing to to learn and grasp and live because you're not limited anymore you understand how the universe works and where where security comes from. So th that was a, a huge thing that I didn't really appreciate about myself, but I didn't know how to fix it at the time, how to change that. I also had low self-worth. And if you've listened to past teachings that I presented, I, I talk a lot about how I changed my, my sense of self-worth. And self-worth is, is what you see yourself worthy of. And for me, a lot of the things that I wasn't seeing myself worthy of were things like what I spent money on myself uh, for. So things like 
getting my nails done or getting my hair, hair done or buying clothes or more than one nice pair of shoes or what I ordered at a restaurant for dinner or and the list goes on. Now, those are all material things and there are non-material things around self-worth like how I keep my environment, my, my living space and how much time I give myself to get ready and to show up in this world. There's all sorts of things there, but I had low self-worth and I did not want that amplified, let me tell you. And I also had this gnawing feeling that I was unlovable inside. And that was probably the most challenging one, to be honest, that was like deep core wound. And that, that really needed a lot of deep work inner game work. It infused everything. It was quite tremendous. And then I was also stuck in a pattern of needing to be right. I had a real justice streak. And that meant that I would argue a point under the pretense that I needed to get to some sort of just resolution. But really, I just needed to be right. And it didn't look like that, but that's what that was. So all of these and more, I, I certainly didn't want to amplify, but I tried to, to outline some of the small ones and some of the bigger ones for you so that you could start thinking, ah, do I do that? Is that, that, is that a level of awareness that I need to up in myself and really pay attention? So I started to consciously change my identity and how I saw myself, which is your self-image. And I went about methodically doing that. And I went from not liking certain traits, but quite frankly, letting them slide, right? Like just being like, on to the next thing. You could call this sweeping it under the rug. You could call it being too busy to deal with it. You could be, you could call it um, any number of things, but I wasn't giving it priority. I wasn't uh, fully recognizing the importance of changing who I was. And what I ended up starting to do, which was really impactful, were do-overs. So I would find myself in any number of situations that I've outlined for you here, and I would pause and I would do it again. I would speak to the bank teller back in the day when there were, you went to the bank teller in a different tone of voice. I would um, engage with someone in with a different energy. I would treat myself with a different level of self-worth. So there were outer game things that I needed to tend to. This How I treated others, which was a big part of what I needed to really shift. Um, these were actions, different actions that I took in the moment, or if I couldn't do it over with that one in the same person, I would make a note of it for next time and do it differently the next time. So these would be actions that someone could actually witness and, and experience a different me. That was really important. And then for the internal ones that I was the only one witnessing, I would also do a do-over. And I would think to myself, for instance, like, how would someone who had a higher level of self-worth or was more secure or who didn't need to be right or found herself to be lovable, how would she respond in this situation? And there would be an oil and a water 
uh, moment there where I'd be like, no, but I'm right. And I need to respond like this. And I'd be like, actually, who I know myself to be, but I am not acting like would do this. I need to go do this. And I would take that action. And sometimes it was an action other people could see. And sometimes it was just a decision on the inside that no one could witness but myself. But that matters. It matters big time. Okay. I would really do this all the time. So like with the needing to be right, I, I would simply drop needing to be right. I just like mid argument would drop it. Now it took me a long time to see the, the more nuanced places that I was doing it. It, it wasn't a one and done kind of thing. I evolved over time and I'm still on the, the lookout for that one for sure. And I kept at this until what felt foreign felt like the norm, felt like who I was. It was my automatic go-to reaction. Didn't have to think about it anymore. It just was who I was. This was fundamental to changing my identity and how I showed up. Now, like I said earlier, I did this while I was making money. I did not go, oh my God, I have to change all of these things before I make money because, you know, God forbid money amplifies these bad qualities in myself. I did it along the way in the journey, not separate from the journey. And I, I truly believe that you have to do it in the journey, not separate from the journey. And the process reveals your truth, the truth about who you are, which is just beautiful. And it reveals my truth, the truth about who I was, who I am. And, you know, I am focused and direct and extraordinarily kind and generous and compassionate and respectful and many other things as well. And I really released and shed these, these old identities that weren't the truth of who I was. And that was really powerful. Now, it wasn't without any hiccups. Okay, I just want to share with you that I did not flip a switch and change who I was being and become, you know, I don't know what what you might be thinking here, but perfect, perfect in some way. No, not at all. So there was this one time where I was traveling for a seminar and I was probably really stressed and tired and I went and I went to this restaurant and there was hardly any people there. It was lunchtime. There was probably five other tables in a restaurant that held a hundred. So like, wasn't like the wait staff had a lot going on. And I said, what would be the fastest thing I could order? I have an appointment in 20 minutes. Um, is there anything that I can order that would come in that time? And he assured me, yes. And uh, I ordered and I just kept watching him go by and not check the, what is it called? The, the counter where they put the food. There's a word for that and I'm blanking out on it. Uh, in any case, at, at one point I walk over and I ask and I'm like looking, I'm like stressed out now. It's like 19 minutes. I have one minute to get to my appointment and I walk over. I'm like, can you check? Can you just check? And I had that tone in my voice. I had to ask like the other manager or something. And, and anyways, I lost my cool completely. And I was extraordinarily disrespectful to the waiter and like in a way I'm really not proud of. I won't repeat it because I don't want to add energy to it, but it was not 
good, but I was like everything I didn't want to be entitled, rude, disrespectful, needing to be right, right? Like even my framing of the story, like I'm justifying it, all of that. Okay. So uh, the, it was so unnecessary, but this was already well on my way into this journey of changing who I was being. And so it was a really big wake up call. And I used my, my teachings and I asked myself, what's the lesson here? right? Because the law of polarity says both things exist. This could either be the worst thing or the best thing. What is this? How can I, how can I make this the best thing, not the worst thing or good, not bad. And I realized so many different things, but some basic things like when you're stressed, you know, acknowledge it. Don't push it. Notice those feelings inside of you and check yourself earlier. Don't let yourself get so freaking stressed, right? So anyways, that was a big lesson and a wake-up call for me. Not proud to have done that, but proud to have learned the lesson. And that was probably one thing in 10 years. I've done a very good job of shifting how I show up. But, you know, money didn't cause me to act that way. You know, the, the poor act rude to people and the rich act rude to people. Money just amplifies who you already are. So remember this, a really good example of this is, is around entitlement. Okay. So there are a lot of people who feel entitled and they might be less well off, poor, lower income, and they don't recognize it as entitlement, but it's, it's a big deal. And it gets amplified as you grow your life and grow your income. And a great example of this is when I was up in Montreal, I stayed one Christmas at the Ritz in Montreal, which is a beautiful hotel. And they have a just gorgeous restaurant that overlooks a garden. It's like an atrium that you're, you're sitting in or a sunroom that you're sitting in. And I was having breakfast there and there were, a number of tables filled. There were maybe mm, six tables and everyone was having a lovely time, very calm, nice, enjoying themselves. You know, you're sitting there, you're sort of observing how everyone's being. And then this woman walks in and she sits down at a table where a couple was sitting and she had a completely different energy than everyone else in the, the breakfast room. And she was absolutely rude to the waiter and was dismissive about the menu, about what was on the menu, was dismissive about, you know, the way he brought the coffee, was dismissive about everything. She got her order. She, was, she huffed, this is not what I wanted, and sent it back. And this, you guys, is not self-worth. This is not asking for what you want. This is being entitled and treating people with disrespect. And I was like, oh my God, this is who I don't want to be. And it was such a great recognition. But instead of going, oh my God, look, that's how rich people are. I recognized that she was one of maybe 20 people in the room and the rest of the people there were not acting this way. And the rest of the people that I had run into during my stay, we're not acting this way, that this was the rare exception. And that was such a beautiful thing to recognize and see 
and and I hope that's a, a, a little interesting story because it was for me because I was like, this is who I don't want to be. Look at this. And yet um, not everyone was acting in such an entitled way. So entitlement is one of those things that that you want to be aware of and see if you're behaving in an entitled way, even in the early stages of your journey, because it will get amplified and it's not pretty. So think about the traits that you consciously want to amplify that are part of your character, your personality, your identity, how you are in this world. And think about the traits that you actually don't want, that you would like to release and sacrifice and, and say, that is no longer who I am. And I encourage you to consciously shift that as I have shared with you and do it over the process of making money, okay, in your journey. Okay, I'm Amira Alvarez. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, like, share this podcast. We love it when you share the podcast. We love it when you give us comments. So thank you for being part of our community. And I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.